Welcome back to episode 17 of the Second Unit Podcast. My name is Zach Parsons, as always, joined by my co-host Jake Tabon and Alex Saban. Boys, how are we doing today? Doing great. Doing great. Ready to discuss. Doing great. Yep. Had a 6 p.m. record time. It is now 6.28. Um, do we want to talk about it? Or yeah, traffic's bad. Time? Traffic, people wreck, dude. I don't know what you to tell you. You so cut on the Giants. They, you know, they people wreck. I can't. <laughs> that guy, that, people don't know how to drive. That's the, that's yeah. the update. I wasn't the driver. Don't know me. <laughs> I wasn't the driver. We uh, on the real. We'd have been late anyway. <laughs> but <there were> rats <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. Wow, it's fine. It's a good thing Tom Coughlin doesn't run this podcast. Producer Ben on the ones and twos. How are you? Good. Good. Good to hear. <laughs> nice. All right. Today we are going to have our NBA draft preview. Mainly talking about the Indiana Pacers and a few other guys. Uh, you know to mention. Um, Bradley Beal got traded to the Phoenix Suns. The Denver Nuggets won the NBA championship. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, the Golden Knights won the hockey, the Stanley Cup championship, apparently. They won the hockey. They did the they hockey. Won. They, they did, did it better than anyone else. They did the hockey better than anyone else. Oh, ever. and uh, Wyndham Clark, congratulations. Newest uh, national U.S. Open champion. <sighs> sure, Wyndham Clark. <laughs> Didn't I know you'd have a lot of thoughts. Single hole golf. I, I Not bet. one hole. I well, no, I shouldn't say that. I nice. watched. I watched Thursday and Friday because I bet on Kepka and Max Homa. And oh, that's that, tough. Yeah, they both did bad. Yeah, you know, after those first two days when your guys don't do well, you don't tend to watch Saturday and Sunday. So, um, so yeah, congrats to him. But before we get into, uh, oh, and then we have get a clue. We are gonna the long. We are gonna talk get a clue. We are the long-awaited review of get a clue is coming uh, at the end. So. I don't know who's been waiting for it, but it's coming. It's somebody's been waiting for it. I think <laughs> maybe. Actually, should we even talk about it? Yes, we're oh, talking okay. about it. I All had right. to watch the movie. We're talking about. Uh, okay. It. All right. Fine. Anyway, let's start off with um, probably the biggest news of the off season so far. Bradley Beal traded to the Phoenix Suns. The full deal. Um, for you here i have it written down uh the phoenix received bradley beal jordan goodwin isaiah todd uh the the wizards uh of washington received chris paul landry shamit multiple seconds and mo- multiple pick swaps was the exact quote so i have no idea how many seconds and how many pick swaps but i don't think it really matters um is gonna affect how people feel about this trade but jake we'll start with you how do you feel from the Phoenix side of things. Okay. Originally, I thought that I was a little confused because I don't know how this helps Phoenix be like that much better because now they have multiple scores without a facilitator. But I will say this. I think we definitely saw the decline of Paul, Chris Paul at the end of last year. And his contract is really bad. Mm -hmm. So is Beal's, but Beal I think has way more in the tank. So when I got to really thinking about it a little bit more, I think that Bradley Beal is more valuable now and in the long term than Chris Paul. I just, they need to figure something out because Cameron Payne's not going to take this team to championship. And he, the point guard position is incredibly important in today's NBA. So they better figure that out. Yeah, Saban, what do you think? Um, as an NBA casual, tell me how Bradley Beal and Devin Booker are different players. Exactly. They're not very – well, Devin Booker plays. That's how That's different is, <laughs> is kind of the big difference there. I yeah. will say, though, it's incredible – Devin Booker's a lot better than Bradley It's Beal. incredible what going to a good team does in terms of people's availability. They're like, oh, now I can That's maybe win true. a championship. They play through things, whereas – he knew in Washington they didn't have a chance to just sit. But it wasn't like uh, his his issue with missing games hasn't been the last couple of years when Washington's been bad. It's been his whole career. Yeah. So it's like True. it's not even you could say, oh, Washington's been bad the last four years and, you know, he's taken it easy. He's kind of done it his whole fucking career. True. Um, his contract is interesting. He's making $46 million next year. Uh, 50 after that, 53 after that in 2025, 26. And then he has a $57 million player option, uh, 2026, 2027, his age 33 season. And uh, I think we should just break news now on the podcast. I think he's going to pick that up. <laughs> I, mean, I, I do think that's going to happen. So first reported here, $57 million player option, 2026, 27, picked up. Um in a vacuum, this trade, if you just look at it on paper, 
you're like, wow, the Suns fleece the Wizards because you're right. Chris Paul, we got the report last week that he was just going to get fucking cut. So obviously the Suns didn't feel that great about him. Um, and you trade Landry Shamet, that's a nice role player, but whatever. But you get Bradley Beal, like the appeal of Bradley Beal. And it's like, I get it. But also with this new CBA that was just signed, and I don't know how much you guys have looked into that, but basically the new CBA prevents big threes from happening. It's We have the closest thing to a hard cap we've ever had in the NBA ever with this first apron, second apron stuff. Let me pull up uh, my exact note here because I have it. Um, according to ESPN, Tim Bontemps, the first apron is set at $7 million above the luxury tax level each season. Which is what? Of the, the CBA. Tax? So $169 million is uh, luxury for 2023-2024 this offseason. Got it. And the second apron is set at $17.5 million above the tax threshold. So $179.5 million. And they're at what? 161 between those four? Four guys. Yeah. Um, but the, the issue with the second apron, just so everybody knows, is any team above the second apron will lose access to their taxpayer mid-level exception. Hmm. While uh, teams over either apron will be prevented from signing a player waived during the regular season if that player's pre-waiver salary was larger than non-taxpayer mid-level exception, about $10.5 million. So what that means is that these the Suns can't get anyone on the buyout market. Right. If Russell Westbrook gets bought out last year, they wouldn't have been able to sign what Russell Westbrook if they wanted to. Right. And I think that's going to really hurt teams, hurt these super teams that rely so much on these buyout guys at the end of the season. The Suns aren't going to be able to do that. So they're just kind of lighting the fucking new CBA they just signed on fire, which is an inter- interesting decision, but well, it is what it is. Here's what I'll say. Before June 1st, the team can trade up to 125%, they like they take back 125% of the money they they um, that goes out on a trade. Right. DeAndre Ayton's getting traded. Right. So well, it, sure. And they're going to take it, on a little less salary and they're going to use the extra 10 to 15 million dollars before that second cap to sign the rest of their roster. Hopefully, I mean, you need to tri- you need to turn DeAndre Ayton into three guys that can play. You know like what that sounds like? The Pacers. It sounds like the Pacers. It's the Pacers <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is which move, sucks. I to turn it. this into the pay, a Pacers kind of of slant here, DeAndre Ayton's coming to Indy, guys. I hate to he break is. that to yeah, you. I hate it. I, <laughs> I hate, hate it. to break that to you. But a combination of Miles Turner and Chris Duarte and TJ McConnell are going to get sent out for DeAndre Ayton before this Thursday, probably. So get ready for that, I guess, if you're into that sort of thing. But, um, but yeah, they do need a team like the Indiana Pacers to turn DeAndre Ayton into, like, three B players for one A player if if DeAndre Ayton is the A player in this scenario. Right? I got an interesting team for Ayton. Okay. Portland. What would you send? Uh, I would send – I think all it takes is if you figure out a way to make Anthony Simons the like center of that trade, that's what it will take. And it's interesting because you just add another – Two. I should say you but just said what you just if you add can, I know what they have already right, but he could maybe come off the bench or maybe I think Anthony Simons can maybe play one. Maybe I, he can't do. I don't think he can either. But he I'm can. trying to talk myself no, into it. That's it's a good fantasy trade, but like just practicality but, of having there's we think there's going to be no defense on the court for the Suns. You yeah, add Anthony Simons to that mix, right. and I think the group of four of us can score. Here's the thing, though: Portland's desperate because they want to make Dame happy. I get it. So it'll be interesting. I think that there, there's a route there. Oh, there's a ton of Portland things to bring up yeah. today because there's a lot of rerouting of picks and different ways Portland can go, and we'll talk about that a little later. But, um, So, yeah, I guess, I guess my final wrap-up point on Bradley Beal is I don't think he's that great anymore. He doesn't play nearly as many games as you want him to play. He's kind of old now, which he's our age, which is pretty <laughs> fucked up to say, but it is what it is. Oh, man. he's Yeah, I didn't say he's in the back half of his career, and I just don't know. You have three guys, and I don't know what the exact usage percentages on Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Brad Beal are, but you can only have 100% usage, usage rate right on the team, and you have three guys that are probably 30% usage rate rate guys and i just don't know how that's really going to work 
like is Brad Beal going to turn into a catch and shoot three point corner guy? Like you're going to pay him this much money to do that? Like I just don't really know what they're going to do. They're just going to take turns bringing the ball up. So Kevin's going to get his turn. Yeah, he but brings that's it up and uh, shoots. Right. And yes, then Devin gets his turn gonna... and he's going to take it up and shoot it. And then Bradley gets yeah. his turn and then just rotate around. Well, that shit ain't winning the championship. <laughs> I hate to break that to you. The people that are saying the Suns should be the favorite now, blah, 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 are just wrong about that. This team isn't winning a championship currently constructed. So. Well, this team isn't going to meet the requirement to get on the floor. Right. The way it's currently point. constructed. They don't even point. have enough players I, to I play. I will say they have Josh Okoge, who, when Chris Paul was hurt last year, played point guard for them, or that lead guard role, and he was very good at it. I don't think he's good enough to play it in the playoffs or across a full 82, but he can definitely do that in spurts if you need him to. Right. Um, yeah. Overall, the trade's flashy and fun, but I yeah. just don't think he compliments well, Durant and Booker at all. And so it just causes more of a logjam. Yeah. This has Matt Ishba all written all oh, over yeah, new it. Owner. He's just a new owner, and he doesn't care how much money he can spend. They might go over that little threshold. They might. <laughs> just say, and just say, it. yeah, and figure it out later. Now, from the Washington perspective, uh, again, uh, from a casual, and that's not like a, a slight at saving, but a casual NBA perspective, were you surprised to see Bradley Beal only get traded for 90-year-old Chris Paul, essentially? Um, at first, yes, but then it was, I mean, you went through the contract numbers yeah. where it's just kind of a lot to take on. And then I also saw that the Suns had traded like all of their first round yeah. picks already, so they had to do like mm-hmm. pick swaps and the multiple pick swaps. I think is going to end up being like three or four, where yeah. they just have to keep giving. But like, it's not the like the Wizards one. are ever going to pick swap with the Suns. <laughs> and I mean, if you do it further, I mean, two, far enough down, two years from now when Kevin Durant that's quits true. this that's super team and then the Suns point. aren't good anymore, yeah, yeah. So that's a good point. But yeah, I just think the 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 Wizards have a new GM now. I can't think of his name, but I just think he wants out of the Bradley Beal business mm-hmm. and just wanted to start over and not have money on, you know not have the Bradley Beal money and it sucks that you trade a guy that I think he averaged 30 points a game two years ago you trade that guy for basically a guy that you're going to reroute to the Clippers for what a pick swap or something maybe like it's not great but you kind of start over and you get to do what you want you know so that's that um let's talk Pacers a little bit more importantly, the Pacers and what they're going to do with the draft. We have the seventh pick, the 26th pick, and the 29th pick, and 32nd pick. Um, who, Jake, would you like to see the Pacers? Who do you think the Pacers are going to draft, and who would you like the Pacers to draft? Am I allowed to include any trades, or just with what we have right just now? Just what in front we have right now, and then we'll get okay. into trades. I want. If we have to keep our pick, I yeah. want Jairus Walker. Okay, and I think that's the best case scenario. I would agree with that. I Ditto. think. Well, you don't Ditto. think so? Oh, Ditto. 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 Yeah. Um, at 26, I want TJD. Yeah. I want Trace Jackson Davis on this team. Yep. I think he's going to be a great backup center in the NBA. I almost cursed. Uh, I don't up. like IU, but Trace Jackson Davis looks is good. Fuck him. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> um, you know, I, I haven't done any research farther than that. I'm like 29. I, I would love to trade 26 or 29 to like the Nuggets and get an asset. And 31, I'm not sure of that. Do you have like a name around 31 that might be there? I mean, I think with 29 and 31, you are 32, I think they 32, have, whatever yeah. they have. I just want guys that I think are upside guys. Imani Bates is a name. Gigi Jackson from South Carolina, like guys like that. I mean, I just want young guys that weren't very good in college but still came out, and it's like, well, they were a really highly touted high school guy, and let's just take a shot on him. But So we're Jairus Walker guys. We're a Jairus Walker podcast, so I agree with you. I think he might be gone. I think he's going to be gone, too. Unfortunately. And I think Taylor Hendricks would be a very good uh, second option. But There's a lot of recent Cam Whitmore slander. You yeah, I saw that he was going to dip to maybe uh, you know, nine, nine seven in or drive, nine or in the draft. I'm yeah. sorry. And apparently he's had some shitty workouts. And he can score. But that dude, you we talk about black holes a lot on a basketball court. Danny Granger and, like, all these guys. That motherfucker is a, is worse than a black hole. I think he had, I think he had a six percent assist rate or something like that, which is like hell yeah, historically bad low. <laughs> like this motherfucker just didn't even pretend to pass in at Villanova. 
So I think that might be part of the issue that teams are having is they're like, oh, wow, you just like to drive past guys and get to the rim and oh, shoot threes. I'm sorry, Villanova was not good and he had to do it himself. Yeah, right. It's so, not his fault. Well, yeah. I mean, Imani Bates is in that same category. <laughs> yeah, but Imani Bates might not get drafted. Cam Whitmore's a right. top yeah. 10 pick in the draft. Right, so, 100%. But yeah, you're right. It's, he is in the same category. It's, it's the same thing, but you don't want the 10th pick in the draft being in the no. same category as Imani Bates. You just no, don't. You no. don't want that. Yeah. Um, but with the Pacers, I, I have five names here, or more than five now. I, guess. I have a name. He's probably already on your list, but of guys that, and I'll get to your name here in a second. Of guys that I just want your opinion on to the Pacers in yeah. general. Who's your guy before I start? I can't believe I'm talking myself into this guy. I'm talking myself into this guy a little bit. Kyle Kuzma. Oh, he's on my list. I Kyle figured Kuzma. he was. Yeah, he declined his player option yeah. today, which is um, to be expected. He plays. He plays the wing. He can play small ball four if you need him to. He can shoot. Not the best defender. Defends a little bit. Kind of does a little bit of everything, which is nice. Not great at anything. Good at everything. Kind of player, in my opinion. I would love to have Kyle Kuzma. On the I team. would love Kuzma too. I. If, I, I was really thinking about it, and I, I just think he does what Austin Reeves does a little bit better, if I'm being honest with myself. Yeah, how I, I think Kuzma is significantly older, right? I mean, Reeves, maybe not significantly older, but um, Reeves is a rookie this season, right? So I know he has to be... He's like 25, though. Yeah, I was going to say he's an older guy, yeah. but um, I mean, you're right. I think I think that's a fair comparison to make. Kuz is 27. He turns 28 July 24th. And then how old is Austin Reeves? I think he's 25. Oh, he, he is, is 25. 25. Okay, so, so they're about the same age. All right. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. I, it'll be interesting to see the different contracts those two guys get because Austin Reeves is also on my list, obviously. Yeah. We've talked about him in the past. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think that's probably right. He's Austin Reeves would probably a little bit better. I think Kyle, Kyle Kuzma could, could have done what Austin Reeves did for the Lakers last year, for sure. Um, uh, who else besides Kuz? So... I'm not saying these are names that are even remotely going to happen. Just, I just want your thoughts. <laughs> I'm not, you know. These are set in stone. They are happening. Yeah, they are going to. Well, these three I didn't come up with. This was from uh, from Draft Express. So the Pacers have shown interest in Tobias Harris, Dorian Finney-Smith, and DeAndre Hunter. Okay, I don't hate Hunter. I don't hate Hunter either. I like Dorian Finney-Smith as well for the right price. That dude is fucking locked down on defense. True. He can't score. Can't but. score, but... It, this team needs defense. Can he play three? He yeah. just plays three? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I could – okay, I can And he shoots – I don't know what his exact splits are, but um, he shoots well enough from three for teams to respect it. Right. And for a guy like that, that's kind of all you need. Um, but I'm out on Tobias – I'm out of the Tobias Harris business I don't want as Tobias well. Harris at all. He is a $20, $30 million expiring after next season, so there's some value to that, but – Remember when Philly chose him over Jimmy Butler? Yeah, that was awesome. Whoops. That was awesome. Um, (laughs) I got another guy. Okay. What about Barnes? Harrison Barnes. Harrison. Well, that's that guy's not on my list, so that's that's good. Uh, I love Harrison Barnes. We talked about a little bit the other night, but Mm -hmm. I think Harrison Barnes, kind of similar to Kyle Kuzma, where it's like a guy that can come in and and you know what you get with him, and he doesn't have the highest upside in the world, but like. He's not gonna suck for you, which that, is nice. My favorite thing about Barnes is he's just like a consummate pro. Yeah, like he's just a professional. Like he and, handled himself really well after the Warriors stuff, and then he, he handled could. himself well. He got traded while he was on the bench for the Mavericks yeah. to the Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, so Bar, I like Barnes. I don't yeah. think Barnes is very flashy, but the Pacers aren't in the business of flashy. No, no, he, uh, yeah, kind of, he kind of is what he is. I don't know how much he would make. I know saving you're not a Harrison Barnes guy. Not a Harrison Barnes guy. Just because you would like to bet the totals on him last year. Yeah, I, he, he was part of the, the wizard parlays, and you know. he just had to score like 10 points, and seemingly quite often did not score 10 points. So yeah. I'm not into somebody who's just going to disappear some games. I really for, think it would be like 2 for 36, 3 for 48, fine. something like Sign that. I really tomorrow. do think that is what it would be. Yeah. So that's a good contract in my opinion. I would rather so power rank those three guys for me. Um, Barnes, Reeves, um, Kuzma. Of who you would like to see on the Pacers the most. Let's say they're all gonna make around the same amount per year. Yeah. Kuzma, Reeves, Barnes for me. I think I'm Reeves, Kuzma, Barnes. Just 
I just have a crush. I think Kuzma's I'm actually little, cheaper. Are you just saying you have a crush on Austin Reeves? I, I, I have a crush on Austin Reeves. <laughs> man crush. And I, and I know he just got done playing a season in D.C., but I'm a little worried about Kuzma in Indiana long term. Like, him not wanting to be here. Yeah. So, I think he's, like, the best player. Yeah. But if you take everything into account, I don't know. I think I might be Reeves. This is still an Austin Reeves podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Reeves, <laughs> Kuzma, Harrison Barnes. But Same. I would like all three, or any of those three. And then the last three names I have are all very far out there. But I have Paul George on the list as a potential guy that has been talked about being moved. And the, if he embraces it, the kind of position he plays and how he plays is kind of perfect for what the Pacers need right now. Yeah, I mean, but the problem It's is, not going to happen, but it's just yeah. something fun to think about. I don't know. I think he's more open to it now than he was oh, yeah, three or four years time. ago. But he's just so hurt all the time, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I love Paul. I, I, I have like, I, done a U-turn on Paul. I used yeah. to hate him, but I, I love Paul now. So, I'd love to see him on the Pacers again. Yeah. Yeah. No? Yeah. You're out on Paul George? Yeah. He, okay. hurt, he hurt me once. I won't let him do it again. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, Zion? No. Absolutely not. You I don't, don't want, want Zion on all, at all? No. Oh, I would take a chance all. on Zion. I wouldn't. Too messy. Doesn't play enough. Zion, no, thank you. Zion won't re-sign here. So I'm out. I mean, he's under contract for the next four years, so I don't give a fuck what he wants. Well, that's only three. <laughs> because the last year, you got to either trade him or... You know. I mean that's fine. I'll take I'll take the chance on three years of Zion because when he's on the court, he's one of the ten or fifteen best players in the NBA. So for me, I would take a chance on Zion. I would trade the seventh pick for Zion. I would. I mean that's just how I feel. I about would trade it. the seventh pick for him. Fine. That's not a lot. To okay. Trade for Zion. So what if it's the seventh pick, uh, seventh pick Duarte and Isaiah Jackson? Yeah, fine. Do it. Okay. That's yeah. fine. All right. Yeah. I think it'll be a little more than that that's needed, but okay. Well, for the Dorte. right price, you would take Zion Williamson. Well, Duarte's for 15 candy bars for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, so. you don't like Duarte. Give, give a candy bar to everyone on the team. I'll, 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 take, I'll take anything for Duarte. Yeah. Duarte, a lot of Duarte slander on this podcast. He sucks. Um, and then the last one, I hate that I had this thought. I do. <laughs> and I admit that I think it's... I hate it so much, I love it, and I think it would be fun, and it would be hectic. Draymond Green. I like that better than Zion. Draymond <laughs> on this team, on defense with him and Miles Turner, would be unbelievable. Him as a player, he's a zero on offense now, right? Yeah. But him as a defensive player, he's still one of the best defenders in the league. And him as a passer out of the post and like initiating offense, even if you need him to, he's fucking awesome. He was the second most important player for the Warriors in the playoffs last year. And I think that means something and now if you go out and sign a guy like Draymond the expectations to win next year yeah right uh, accelerate because it's like okay we got Draymond and that means we're probably going to add something else to try to win next year but I think it's a good fit for what the Pacers are doing right now I take it back by the way for the record nobody yelled me I'd rather have Zion (laughs) 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 but yeah it'd be super it'd be interesting it'll never happen but it'll be interesting because he would he wants to win right now, and I just don't think I don't know we if can he, add enough. I don't know. He, I've been seeing a lot of stuff where he's, like, rumored to the Pistons and stuff. So it's like, the Pistons ain't winning right now. So if he wants to go to the Pistons, maybe he wants to come to Indy. I don't know. It's just something to think about. Well, okay, but he's also from Michigan. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that. So I don't know. Pacers have a shitload of money. They can be like, all right, True. motherfucker, we'll, do, we'll give you a two-year contract worth, you know, 60 and we'll just do it. Jesus Christ. Oh, but, man, that makes me sick. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Those are just some names that I have, uh, I've thought about for the Pacers. Um, I found a fun Kevin Pritchard stat uh, today as well. Said uh, of Kevin Pritchard's 24 trades that he's made as a GM, nearly half have been done with the combination of the Nets, Bucks, and Suns. So, just another little nugget towards uh, a Suns, Aiton, Miles Turner trade potentially coming. Interesting. Um, NBA draft stuff to wrap up here. Uh, I, I saw the Blazers intend to hold on to the number three pick and select Brand Miller, Scoot Henderson, unless they receive an incredible deal. They want to build around Lillard, Simons, and Sharp in the number three pick. I don't know what three small guards is going to – or two small guards, Shaden Sharp's bigger, but – 
I don't really ultimately know what that's going to get you, but um, I saw that. I saw um, the, the the Blazers are interested in Bam Adebayo. Have we seen this? I saw that, yeah. They can um, be as interested as they want. He's not leaving Miami. Yeah, it's and and the they said that they were going to prepare a significant trade offer, which would, it would have to be what three and Simons. No, I think it'd be more than that. I think it. I think it. Would well, be, I mean, that's where you start, right? And that be, doesn't get it done. Yeah. No, no, no. It would be three. It'd be Simons. Nurkic. It'd be Shade and Sharp. Probably throw in like a Nurkic to get the contract right. Right. Uh, I don't think you need to do that because Simons is making a shitload of money. Oh yeah. He's he's making twenty four million dollars a season now, so um, something along those lines. So that'll be interesting to see. Do you think there's going to be a ton of trades draft night or this week heading into to the draft? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is going to be a heavily traded uh, NBA draft. I'd like a lot of pieces moving. How how high would we have to go up to get that guy? Like. 14, 15? Who's that guy? Bryce, Bryce Sensabaugh. <laughs> for the podcast listener, That guy. <laughs> Bryce Sensabaugh? Bryce I like Sensabaugh. that guy, too. That's I, a good guy. He is a late first-round pick. I actually have my own mock draft I made. Oh, and man. We might be able to. Oh, I've seen a lot of Chris Murray to the Pacers. I have I have us drafting Bryce Sensabaugh at 26. I would love that. He's a He can score like a motherfucker. He yeah. is a very good scorer. One of the best. You need that off the bench. Scores. In the draft, I yeah. would say, but let me tell you, that guy plays negative defense. But who and cares? Doesn't, and doesn't he doesn't even pretend like he wants to play defense? That's like the thing about him. The problem with the Pacers is we need a microwave. We need a guy that gets on the court, heats up quick. We yeah. don't have that. Right Speaking now. of microwave, shout out Lou Will, retired. True, the ultimate legend, microwave. legend, legend of the game. When I think of the ultimate microwave, I think of him and Jamal Crawford. Yeah, those are probably the two best six yep. men of all time. So, shout out to him. Not a Hall of Famer, but very good NBA career. Um, two girlfriends. Two girlfriends. Hall of Fame for that, because yeah. let me tell you. And the you Lemon Pepper. No. Yeah, yeah, he just like had two girlfriends like his whole NBA career. Yeah, and the, lim- <laughs> and the okay. Lemon Pepper Wings in the Bumble. Never forget. I don't know if you guys remember that, but he got stood from the yeah. bubble because he went to Atlanta and went to the strip club for the Lemon Pepper Wings. Got to. Got to. <laughs> uh, Absolute <laughs> legend. Love this guy. Because you didn't know about the two girlfriends. No, nope. sorry, we'll move on. Uh, no, <laughs> we can good, talk. No, we that's can, good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff. To to swing this back to the Pacers a little bit, yep. we we have sources in the podcast. Mm. Sources say, uh, and these are legitimate sources. These we're are not screwing with sources. you. This if is, you're listening to this, we're not screwing with you. This, we promise. There's a big name, yeah. in the organization that we've heard. Yeah, from. we have legitimate sources, but the Pacers seem to have no idea what the fuck's going to happen on Thursday, or you know, their plan is not set. You know, 72 hours before the draft starts, which feels great, honestly. As a Pacers fan, I feel great about it. I don't know how much I actually believe it, for the record. Not that our source is wrong and I don't, whatever, but I just, I don't know. Bet y'all didn't know Second Unit had it like that. (laughs) Inside sources. I got 100% just actual, just like, it's not based on any fact, but I have a hypothetical for you. I, or it's not even a hypothetical. I want you to, I want your reaction to this. I think with Larry back in the mix, I think the Pacers, if they can't find a trade partner for seven that they really like, I think the Pacers are legitimately in the Grady Dick business. I think they are too. <laughs> I think they are a hundred percent. And let me tell you, dude, that guy can fucking stroke it. And I think he can do a lot more than what he showed to Kansas last year because he was a top high school recruit. You're saying he, Dick strokes it? Yeah, he does. <laughs> there uh, it is. That's what the people he come for. He's a six seven wing. Yeah. <laughs> no, he is a really good basketball player. I have him going tenth to the Mavericks, um, for the record. But uh oh, we have a Twitter and a TikTok now. Um, nice. So that will be in the podcast description. I don't exact I think it's at the second unit pod on Twitter. Am I being video recorded right now? No. This is news for me. No, there's okay. no, no. There's, soon, we'll get the clips out. Yeah, I was gonna say Shoot. we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing TikTok soon. So, follow <laughs> us on TikTok. Follow us on Twitter. Um, I'll tweet out my whole mock draft from the second unit account. That'll be the first tweet, so you guys nice. can read that if you guys want, uh, want to see that. Quick thing about Grady Dick. Does his jersey sell very well or very poorly? Oh, I think it would sell so well. Oh, yeah. Big, just, no matter where he goes. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. I think there'll be people just rocking that jersey in colleges across America. Oh, yeah. No matter what team he goes to. <laughs> to yeah. be honest with you. Um, speaking of the draft, let's just – I've I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of different players. I – 
I really just want to ask, do you have, either of you, or both of you, have anyone in this draft that you've seen where it's like, man, that guy's going to be a fucking good basketball player in the NBA, just like off of instinct or like things you've seen or anything like that? Um, I think I have a couple. Okay. One's not going to shock you at all. It's, I think, because I've seen a lot of this, Scoot is going to be really good. Yeah. I've seen a lot of articles recently saying that Scoot is going to have a hard time transitioning to the NBA. I don't believe that. I don't either. Because when you watch Scoot play, he's already way more built than like LaMelo was. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's necessarily going to be as good as LaMelo, but I think he's going to be very I good. I think he's going to be better than LaMelo. I don't Dang. Think. Okay. So that's huge. LaMelo I think Scoot really Henderson is going to be a better NBA basketball player than LaMelo Ball. And I have another one. Okay. Uh and I hate to say this, it pains me. I think Jalen Hushfino is going to be a really good NBA player. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to be great right away. But I think he's going to develop into something that will be like a good six-man. Potentially a ceiling as a, a starting two in this league. Yeah, he's a guy that I, he kind of plays one through three, right? You can kind of have him. There's, I mean, he was the best point guard at times for IU last year. Mm-hmm. And I know he's not going to play point guard in the NBA, but it's nice to see that he has that in his bag if you need five minutes of Jalen Huchifino running the offense for you. Saban, I'm sure you're a Jalen Huchifino fan as well. I'm a big fan of his as well. I think he goes to the Raptors is where I have him going. Uh, or 13th overall. Oh, speaking of the Raptors, where would, would you want the Pacers to take a chance on like Pascal Siakam? Yes. If they blow it up? Yeah. I, I think Pascal Siakam's a very, very good NBA player. I think he's a top 20 or 25 NBA player. Or OG Ananobi. We, that's another guy either we can talk about. Yeah, I, would take, I, I would take either of them. Why not both? How about both? How about both? Well, because then we, run out of, then we run out of money. That's why not both. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saban, do you have anyone in the draft? Uh, nobody that, like, I'm like, oh, they're going to be so good. But one prospect that I'm really interested to see is the other French guy. Koulibaly or yeah. something. Um, yeah, he's getting a lot of a lot of steam now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really days. intrigued with like where he ends up going and how his career kind of pans out. Because yeah, he just kind of came out of nowhere and obviously is benefiting from everybody watching yeah. Wemby. But is this the French Golden Generation? I think. So. Well, I, are they going to win a gold? This is no bullshit. Team USA better watch the fuck out no, for I'm international 100%. play. But that's a different conversation for a different day. I like I like that pick as well because. Yeah, it's all the people who have watched Victor Wimbanyama have watched this guy play, which is great for him because fucking everybody's watched Victor Wimbanyama play. And I did see that the Spurs were looking to trade a lottery pick or trade into the lottery again to draft him to pair the two together, which I don't think is a terrible idea. I mean, Pop has success with the foreigners. So. Yeah, he has a he he has a good he had a good French 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 once. Game. He can do it again. Oh. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe just call him international players. Yeah, I was gonna say that's true. Cut that. <laughs> the foreigners. <laughs> foreigners. Okay. I'm one with the foreigners. I right. just got back from Europe. Fair, fair. Uh, Better my, than America. My favorite. That's my hot take. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite player in the draft, and if you haven't watched him yet, take some time and go do it. But it's Anthony Black from Arkansas. He's a point guard. He's big. He's long. Uh, he is Josh Giddy, except a better defensive player than Josh Giddy. He has said himself that he watches Josh Giddy. He sees the similarities. Like this guy is going to be a fantastic NBA player, and I wish he would go on the. He would be a Pacer, but the Pacers just don't need that, which is very frustrating because I do love his game a lot. I have him going to the uh, the Magic at six. Uh, which I think is probably higher than most other people have him going. But I think he's going to be, no doubt, an all-star player in the league. Here's he my question. An and I'm not – I agree with you, for the record. I just want to play a little devil's advocate. The Thunder have two dominant, ball-dominant guards. Why can't the Pacers like do that? They have Giddy and Shy. Well, because the Thunder haven't won anything. Yet. <laughs> yeah. They're still I, young. Well, I know. Pacers I haven't that. won anything either. What if we had – I mean, I – I think you could pair Halberton with another ball dominant guard because Halberton's so unselfish. Yeah, I mean it could work. I just don't think for Anthony Black's game, or because we saw Tyrese Halberton try to do that with De'Aaron Fox and it didn't work. Good point. So it's like he was a lot younger though too, still working his way. Yeah, but I, I think if you can get Tyrese Halberton out of the two guard. Tyrese Halliburton shouldn't be next to a guy that's also a lead ball handler. Yeah. For best for his game in the Pacers, it's we should not have two of those guys um, as two prominent players on the team, in my opinion. Um, 
but yeah, I hope I hope he he gets drafted by the Magic. I think that'd be a great fit for him. And the two guys that I'm most interested to hear your opinion on are the Thompson twins. Have you watched either of them? There's a report today that Amon is going to be picked fourth by the the Rockets apparently, which is just going to be a disaster waiting to happen in my opinion. But I don't know if you guys have been able to. If you have any opinions on them, not yet. No, I'm Thompson twins. They're six. They're both like six six guys with seven foot wingspans. And if you watch the OTE stuff, you're like, wow, these guys are awesome. But then you realize they're 20 years old. And I did some more research on the Overtime Elite League. A lot of these kids are like 17 years old. They're playing in this league, 18 years old. So it's like, yeah, it looks like a 20 year old playing against an 18 year old because it is like that's just kind of how it's gonna how it is for them. So I just don't. They can't shoot either of them. I think Oster will be able to fix his shot easier than Eamon. Uh, Eamon, the point guard, uh, every time, like so many times last year, defenses just like went under screens on him and he had open shots and would just pass them up and wouldn't take advantage. So I'm just not a fan. I have a question. The Overtime Elite are not in the G League. No, different thing. But Scoop played in the G League. Yes. So Scoot deserves props because he's yeah. playing against grown men trying yeah. to make a living and feed G their families. G League is much better. Right. The G League, you can make an argument, it's better competition than college. I would because, yeah. like I said, grown men yeah. feed, trying right. to feed their family. It's right. not about we're out here like yeah. the innocence. You know, yeah. I'm not saying all college sports is innocent. It's it's much more professional than that now. Yeah. But, dude, some, there's some guys in the G League that can straight up ball. Oh, yeah, big time. So, so yeah, the Scoot Henderson stuff's good there, but – uh, that's about all I have on the draft. Um, I'm excited to watch Thursday. I think we're all going to get together and watch the draft Thursday. So that should be a good time. Um, let's move on to football uh, quick here. couple quick football things. couple quick football things. I'm a father. I would like <laughs> – I would like – Happy Father's Day party. I was going to say, I, I found out Sunday, uh, this past, uh, happy boy of Father's Day to all the fellow fathers out there. But Jordan Love – Wish me a happy Father's Day, which was very nice of him. Moron! He is a dumb, dumb head, (laughs) and all I'm saying is I know the full context of the story. I saw that whole thing, and I'm sure you guys saw it too. But it's fucking stupid that a Packers quarterback even had that come out of his mouth. So he is a dumb, dumb head. He's a moron. So it's I'm assuming, and for if somebody doesn't know, he uh, recorded himself saying Happy Father's Day to all the Bears fans out there. Yeah. Now what he was trying to reference, I think, was Aaron Rodgers said that he owned he the, the Bears daddy, and he yeah. was the Bears' daddy kind yeah. of thing. But the way he said it made it seem like all Bears fans – are his, are his father. father like he is the son which we are which <laughs> which we are but like he really thought he did something and he looks yeah. so dumb happy bear happy father's day bears fans go pack go jordan I, i'm starting to like you jordan love i tell you what you are going to fucking stink <laughs> let me tell you so i can't wait to wait to see that i i just out. love that you know he just put it out there so we know that cj stroud has some competition for biggest, biggest dumb, dumb dumb quarterback in the league yeah. yep so should we do some research this week and figure out who like are the dumbest quarterbacks in the league yes all right i would well, love that all right can you look into that for me well to we'll out? look it up and uh rank yeah. the quarterbacks by dumb dumb yeah meter. give me give me <laughs> give me a dumb dumb meter by next podcast save i'm gonna need, you have some time so okay you'll figure it out perfect <laughs> Um, and then the only other NFL thing that I think is relevant is Stefan Diggs doing Stefan Diggs stuff. He, Missing mi- mandatory minicamp. He's the worst. <laughs> I like, I'm, it's, uh, I'm so glad it's not happening to the Vikings anymore, Yeah. but this is the exact same shit. And like, what, what does he want? He has Josh Allen as his quarterback. The bills are absolutely one of the only like elite teams, like, consistent Super Bowl contender right now and he still finds a way to bitch yeah. like what 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 does he want I saw stuff that he's oh, uh, he wants to be more involved with the play calling and he didn't yeah. like like whatever I, w- I don't get it he stinks yeah can't well, stand him well he doesn't stink he's a very good football player and he wants he's just a shitty person he he's he's hard to work with it appears and the that's his thing is he wanted to be more involved in the offense like offensive play calling 
that's what I saw is that he didn't agree with the play calling and there was the sideline video of the playoff loss where he was throwing a fit yelling at Josh Allen and stuff so like I said I I don't get it he's he stinks and I think the the perfect way to encompass who Stefan Diggs is is when he was on the Vikings they did like a locker room show where uh, one of the guys would go around with a mic and like Mm -hmm. ask questions and they asked everybody who on the team would you not let date your sister? And like 90% of the answer said Stefan Diggs. And as that tells you everything you need to know about him, just a diva shitty person. I don't know what he wants. Like just play. You're on a great team. You're a great player. You have a great quarterback. I don't know how you continue to find things to be upset about. So one of the best receivers in the league on the field, but yeah, he is, he is definitely hard to deal with. Um, this is to me. I think this is a non-story. I think it's he's back. This isn't he a story. was back in minicamp. I don't know. He's gonna bitch. But I, I think. I he's think gonna it's gonna there. come back up during the season. Like if the Bills don't start out great, it's gonna come back up. I. This is. I watched I all like this, this happen in Minnesota, year. and it's gonna well, happen like again. With somebody. And that's the thing. It's just the receivers, man. They're just. Divas. This is just yep. they're just divas. You know, like these receivers. Are, this is just how they are. They think they're a lot more important than they actually are, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. But that's neither just here nor there. Just blessed that the Colts had two of the greatest without being divas at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Honestly. I mean, Marvin Harrison might have killed a guy one time, but <laughs> at least he wasn't talk- a diva I on the field. I thought you were talking about this year, and I was like, all right, no, cool, cool. No, cool. But I'm talking yeah, about yeah. Marvin and Reggie. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Uh, oh, by the way, um, my only football thought is I want the Colts – well, it sucks because I have season tickets this year, but I want the Colts to suck because Marvin Harrison Jr. needs to be a Colt. I, I would use the first pick on him. I would like the Bears to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. You cannot have him. Thank no, you. No, dude, they're going to be so good. They're going to beat the Vikings this year. You well, no, we have the part. Panthers pick, so don't worry about that. Oh, they're going to be fine. Bryce oh, Young's yeah, they're the going to be fine. Bryce Young's the go. <laughs> is um, one of you going to do a Kane's mile if uh, your team loses? What's that? that? Uh, I know my team's going to be bad. I'm not betting anything on the Colts. Oh, yeah, we, had the, <laughs> we established the bet after Beer mile. we recorded last time. So yeah, Oh, that's right, Beer Mile. So Sorry. officially... If the Bears have a better record than the Vikings mm-hmm. this year, I will do a beer mile. Two to one. I don't know. I didn't know that it was every lap you had a beer. I thought yeah. it was just run a mile, chuck a beer. Because a beer, the Vikings have better odds to, to win the North and have a higher win. How about No, with what you were saying last podcast, it's just whoever has the highest win. No. You are such a bitch. No, 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 no. <laughs> I want I'm odds on this. It. I want odds oh on this. Oh, my God. Dude, you were talking last week like they were going to win the division. Also, I apologize to you guys if I was being mean to you. I I, well, I apologize for calling you a bitch. <laughs> I apologize. For- <laughs> I would like to my- apologize to absolutely no one. <laughs> my parents thought I was being mean to you guys, so if I was, I apologize. Um, two to one. Two to one? What does that even mean? Two beer. He has to do two miles, and I do one. No. You can. I can't run. That's the thing. <laughs> but the, but the thing. Eight beers in the time it takes. You have to, to do four beers in the two. But you have to run two miles. Two miles. Okay, I can do that. Right. So oh, still okay. four beers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you I can live with that. Eight beers two might miles. kill him. Yeah, yeah, I was like eight beers that quick. <laughs> that's not gonna go well. Okay. Okay. So you'll do four beers in two miles. Two miles. And I'll do four beers in one mile. Perfect. All right. Every eight hundred. There you go. Yeah. Yep. We'll two laps. Go, beer, two we'll laps. go to the. Hamilton Southeastern. Man, I don't know that we I, should take beer to the schools. Nah, we no. will. <laughs> I love that. that. We will not There's be no doing that. involving me. I love this. This is great. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, that's that's the bet this year. Um, and then a tie is just Ben has to do a beer mile. I would have liked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, a tie has to be Jake Debon has no, to do a beer mile. Go, I like that better. I'm not doing a beer mile. <laughs> if the loser on, of your Kate. bet did had to sign up for. Uh, a powerlifting competition. Oh I God. think that would be. Now we're getting into like fantasy football loser. Puzzles. Yeah, that's right. What the fuck that's, are we doing? that's where I'm at. That's yeah. where my head's at. No, we're not powerlifting anything. That would, be, that would be fun. You can powerlift something. We're not going to powerlift shit. I don't want to do it. You I watched, just, you watched me you throw out my back that one time in college, so don't you dare. I threw out, I threw out my me. back sleeping on this couch we're on, dude. <laughs> you think a powerlifting thing is going to fucking help me? Oh, silly, silly, silly. All right, fine. Bodybuilding show. All right. All right. Perfect. <laughs> And that's talking football. Can we, we go? Do, can we do in. a steroid cycle for yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Right, perfect. Uh, yeah, that was talking football. One baseball thing is just uh, really quick. 
Cardinals have won three straight. Don't let's get hot. And <laughs> Shohei Otani is going to be a free agent this offseason. And I have some numbers to run by you guys. Shohei One billion. Otani. One billion dollars. <laughs> Shohei Otani is first in Major League Baseball in home runs with 24. First in RBIs with 58. Seventh in hits with 83. Has a 632 slugging, which is first in Major League Baseball. Uh, 1.015 OPS, first in Major League Baseball, and a three war, which is 10th. And that's his hitting stats, okay? <laughs> uh, he has a 329 ERA, 22nd in baseball. He has a 1.9 war, 20th in, 20th in the league, and then a 105 whip, uh, which is 9th in, in the league. And I do all this because he has a 1.9 pitcher war and a 3.0 hitter war, giving him a 4.9 war on the season. The second highest player in war this season is Wander Franco at 3.8. He's a full one win above replacement better than the second best player in Major League Baseball right now. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Like, I jokingly said a billion, but kind of not. Because, no, like, you, you're like a $500 million pitcher, and yeah. he could be a $500 million hitter, yeah. and like give the man a billion dollars. Yeah. He is so good. He's much, he deserves watch every, every dollar that you want to give him. Yep. He's so good. I agree. But I just found those and just wanted to bring those up. Um, do you guys have any baseball things you want to? move on or before we move on nope nope all right we're gonna uh do in non-sports so Ugh. here it is ben mark it down for the the time uh non-sports start now i the only non-sports thing that i have for you guys and we're gonna um kind of run through all of, actually i don't have anything saving i'm gonna let you lead this one i'll, I'll start because i got some i got some thoughts. oh really quick i'm sorry before <laughs> i am so sorry the baseball thing, David Freese, really quick. Not, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of hot takes about this on the and not. Um, he got inducted into the Cardinals Hall of Fame by fan vote. He says, No, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, thank you. I get what he's trying to do. I love David Freese. I, I get that if it wasn't for those two weeks in 2011, he wouldn't have even been considered, and that's what he said. But guess what? Those are two of the biggest hits in Cardinals history that yeah. won the World Series. You deserve to be in the St. Louis yeah. Cardinals Hall of Fame. 100%. Shut the fuck up and just do it. Because guess what? We're talking more about it because you're not doing it than if you did do it. And if you really felt this, this is, last thing, sorry. If you really felt this deeply about the Cardinals Hall of Fame and you not um, being in it, don't, don't be put on the ballot tell people not to vote for you that you don't want to be in but you kind of waited too long and now this is what's happening yeah his head's in the right place but um he should give himself way more credit yeah like you're right the, the he <laughs> i don't want to say he won us the championship by himself but dude that game six feels like it mm -hmm. you know so i don't know he, yeah he should give himself more credit so yeah he's stop being so hard on himself yeah that's all it is so uh but yeah, just wanted to share my thoughts on that really quick. Now we can get on to pop culture. Sorry, Saban. Let him cook. You want to start with this or you want to start with the... No, I'm going to start with Natalie Portman. Okay. The most wonderful, amazing You have a human. Let's be careful. It's Natalie Portman, bro. <laughs> oh no strings okay. attached. Her husband allegedly cheated on her. Okay. What the fuck are you doing? Who's her husband? Some Show schmuck. I don't know. I don't care what his fucking name is. He's a schmuck. <laughs> Wait, so you don't know anything about this? You just know he got, she got cheated. No, I looked into it. Okay. Oh, okay. He's, he's apparently like a world-renowned dancer and choreographer. Like, he's got his own stuff in the entertainment business. But he cheated on her with some, like, 25-year-old civil rights activist. Okay? And he's probably, what, like, 40 years old, I would assume? Because she's he's around then. He's 46? Yep. He's fucker. I can't Bordeaux stand France. him. But, like, can you imagine cheating on Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman, not only is she beautiful, she has an Ivy League degree. Bonk. Ivy League degree. <laughs> she went to Harvard, I think. Like, she is just... She's perfect in every way. Unless, like... Unless you are, like, anti-Semitic. That's the only thing that you could, like, not love about her. And I hope nobody is. Don't, is. don't be like that. But, I, like, I cannot understand how 
you could fuck that up. Is she divorcing this guy? So I saw stuff that said that she's trying to figure it out and make it work for the sake of their kids because they have two kids. But what a scumbag. What an absolute scumbag. Get fucked. I hope terrible things happen to him. That was a lot to take. That in. was a lot. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to... Sorry, Maddie. Sorry, Maddie. <laughs> Look, guys, let's be honest. When Star Wars came out, okay, that was like the first childhood crush, probably. Padme in the in bonk. the second... Yeah, I can bonk me for that. That's fine. The second uh, Star Wars, for sure, was like a, oh, what's up? You know? Oh, wait, go back to that. Sorry. Yeah, no, this is the second Tori story. Tori Roloff confirms sad family oh, no. news. Can we look oh, into that? Oh, my God. This is Little People Big World we're talking right now. <laughs> Little People Big World, great show, though. It's honestly. a fantastic show. I just want to see what's going on. Uh, this is, uh, dude, this is clickbait. This was written yeah, in 2020. I know, you just had me click. This was written in 2020. Get out of here. You got God, Parsons. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You got God. Well, I was Give just up. checking on the fam. All right, never mind. All right, let's talk about the other news. But yeah, so Natalie Portman's husband, scumbag, cancel him. Men are that trash. That guy's the worst. Yes. Yeah, men are trash. All right, but the big thing today titanic submarine jake yeah. bond you go okay so if you don't know there is i don't for the record a private company whose ceo sells tickets on a uh, maximum capacity submarine that fits five people that's the maximum capacity okay he sells these tickets for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. he thought it'd be a great idea to name this thing the titan you know because titanic titan you know all symmetry this yes. thing they go out, they go down. The Titanic's 2.4 miles down below the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and they lost contact with it an hour and 45 minutes in. Um, there's 96 hours of oxygen equipped to this um, submarine. And apparently, I saw today, there's only three boats in the entire world, like subs, that can go to that depth. So, <laughs> I'm not saying like zero percent chance but like 0.1 percent chance no they i'm get- gonna go ahead and do this i'll call it they're <laughs> fucked they're dead. they're dead they're dead i think i Which agree is with like you. honestly <laughs> and this is my honest just raw reaction to this because i had yeah. no idea this was going on this is like single-handedly the scariest thing yeah that yep, can happen to a single person so i asked saving a question on the right here because we kind of talked about this on the right here gun to your head you have to go Two no. miles down oh. into the ocean, or you could go to outer space. Which one are you doing? Outer pull, space. Pull Why? the trigger. Pull the trigger. Because I don't fuck with the ocean. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. We I'll know fuck more with space about either. space pull the trigger. than we know about the ocean. Right. Also, the ocean to me is just scary. There's, yeah. It's not that interesting. Space is scary, but at least more interesting also, in my thoughts. <laughs> to Savin's point, you're right. The third option is... Suicide. You said no. He said, "Gun to my head." Somebody's already got the gun there. Yeah. You're gonna send me not, into the depths of the ocean or out into outer space. Just pull the trigger. I'm not yeah. saying you die up there. You can still have a chance to come That's back. A, I know. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying space for okay. sure. Okay. Okay. Good. Me yeah. too. Yeah. I 100 well, space. And in, in, in either spot, the panic attack will kill me. So yeah. Might as well just get it over. And with. dude, these guys are who dumb. are these? Who are these people? I'm sorry. They're like billionaires on the yeah. ship. So uh, there's five people. So it's important. One of them is like the guy, like the captain the or whatever. And yeah. then there's uh, so some these like guys Pakistani billionaire. $250,000 a ticket. Yeah. And then his kid. And then there's two other random guys. I didn't look at them. But yeah. allegedly, this thing is controlled by a Logitech like, I think Xbox I saw controller. This now. Yeah. Not alleged. It just that. is. Allegedly, yeah. that's <laughs> what is controlling it to go. A fucking like forty dollar Xbox controller that you not even like you know Sony or Microsoft not even the brand. Pro controller <laughs> not even Pro controller. <laughs> Another question I asked. Okay, so the submarine seals with nineteen bolts from the outside. Once you you can, there's no way of getting out from the inside at all. So what's the worst case scenario? You dying two miles below the depths because you're trapped on something two miles down. Yes. Or resurfacing, but the ocean, you know, very big. Nobody finds them in time, but. They have 40 hours left for the, before the oxygen runs out, and you die, but you're surfaced. Which one's worse? I surface. I agree. <laughs> I would take the surface just because I think you have a better chance of getting out of it, right? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, mean probably if you get surfaced. Yeah, right. I, mean, I feel like you have a better chance than getting fucking stuck two miles underneath. Right, but if you're two miles down, right where the Titanic is, at least they know where you are. True. You could have surfaced, and the current took you where the where the hell ever. 
Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> I mean, I I don't really want to be in it either situation, if I'm being honest. But yeah, I mean, thoughts and prayers to them and their families. That's fucked up. That's really sad. It's, I hope they find him. I know it's just wild. I've been following it all day. Where like, is it gonna is it gonna work out? Like, oh, now they only have this many hours, hours of, of oxygen. oxygen left. So was that like Thursday? That was this, written an hour ago. Thursday, four a.m. I saw. Maybe this will end up being like the. Um, soccer team yeah the soccer team that got stuck in the cave in oh yeah whatever country that was and then they actually did end up rescuing them but a few rescuers actually ended up dying so um but who knows but yeah it's been wild but kind of kind of shitty to spend quarter of a million dollars to die and okay here you want to know what the worst part about this stupid thing is when you get down two miles below the surface of the water there's no light because you're two miles down. Yeah, right. So the only thing, there's like no windows. You look at the Titanic via like camera on the screen. So right. you're not ever actually seeing it with your own eyeballs. You could do the same thing by searching it on YouTube. What yeah. are we doing? Why do we have to go two miles down to go see it? What We got books. Thing? We got books, bro. Yeah. I, I seen all kinds of pictures of the Titanic. We got books. Maybe and you know what books are? free at your local library maybe i just don't have the adventure spirit these guys do i don't know but it's the dumbest thing in the world if you ask me i mean maybe if you I have mean, that's that much like fucking shatner going up to the space because he's like you know what fuck it i yeah. just have i was so like much if money. you have so much money you're probably looking for what's like the wildest shit i can spend it on oh you're gonna yeah, put me in a little just, submarine in the ocean go see the titanic because you're 100 percent right because when you make that much money you look for the thrill in life and it's like there's when you have that much money it takes a lot for that thrill to come you know, are like, you saying you would do, like are you talking yourself death. into doing this? <laughs> no, I would never do this. Exactly. Well, that's but okay. <laughs> can we start pooling our money together? And maybe we can go. No, send one of us. No, but you know what? If the Vikings beat the Bears, no, no, you're you know, going to see the Titanic, Zach. What this is is instead of like these guys having a vice like gambling, they are just like you know what? I want to get to the bottom of the ocean because that's just what I can do. Well, if they just take up gambling, I think they'd be fine. Listen, I might regret hey man, I might regret download FanDuel instead. Right. I might regret saying this. If this, up. if what you said is true, I hope they don't make it. What? What do you mean? <laughs> if what you said is true, they're just like, oh, I gotta find another, like something that gives me a rush. I mean, why I else would you do this? Be- because it's cool. It is cool. Yeah, and the rush of like, fuck, dude, we're going, we're going to see the goddamn Titanic. This is nuts. Like it's the same thing. Uh, that doesn't get me going. I, I mean, you, it doesn't get me going either. Say, but like, it gets going, these yeah. people going. Yeah. I don't know. That's I'm fair. sure it's the idea of like, oh, like only a handful of people yeah. have it's ever like you visited into, the like, wreckage. It's so. like you being fucking race side and at the Daytona. What's the fucking not court True. side, but you could track die. side of Daytona. the Daytona yeah. 500. Race side. Race side. <laughs> you could die doing that too. Yeah, or a lot like, less chance though. Or you being in a yeah, riding in a NASCAR race car during a race or something. You know, like something similar to that. Crazy. Um, yeah, it's you nuts. riding in the the figure eight danger track. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just went to that this week. That kind yeah. of thrill. pretty sick. Oh, nice. dude, let me tell you, if I was a billionaire, yeah, I'd be racing those cars. Yeah, for see, sure. so there you go. That's yeah. that's it's a little different, you know. They I go mean, two miles below, but the, it's the same. No, it just, is the same because it's like just stupid things to do. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. I just really hope the Bears have a good season, Zach, so you don't have to go into the depths of. I will not be the going hell into that the is the ocean. <laughs> I will kill myself first. <laughs> Yikes. Before I go Man, to the ocean. <laughs> you don't have to cut that. You can keep mine in. Um. <laughs> All right. And that's talking Titanic stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Um, is it time yeah, for the movie? Let's get into this review. Get a clue. Get a clue. Uh, the 2002 classic. Saving as our resident... Uh, Disney Disney fan, I'm going to let you kind of lead this one. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing, first thought that I had is I forgot about the absolute banger song that came from oh, this yeah. movie. And as soon a, a as it... A lot of the music's pretty good. Yeah, honestly. but as soon as it came on, I was like, holy shit, this just like ran Radio Disney on the school bus. So we, you know, like that kind of thing. But so absolute bop of a song. Uh, watch the movie and... 
I'm actually surprised at how much I didn't remember. Like it just I didn't remember it felt like an either. almost new movie. Um, but it held up well. I liked it. Like, of course, every Disney Channel original movie is going to have, like, some corny shit. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, Lindsay Lohan, you can't ride the train. You're too you're too rich for the yeah. train. And then she's like, I fucking did it. The train. Not a big deal. And I was like, okay. that's it's, uh, yeah, My favorite but. part about that scene was Brenda Song going, Lexi! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great I was like, what the hell? And also, shout out Brenda Song being London Tipton before London yeah, Tipton. 100%. Like, that's just exactly who the character was in uh, this movie. But the main guy, what's his name? The kid, uh, Bug. Is, Buck. Is that a fake <laughs> no Bug? Bug. Whatever. Yeah, is Halls. that a fake accent? Yes. Uh, maybe. It has fun. To be. Fun fact. It is the thickest fucking like New York. Yeah, accent of all time. Um, Bug Hall, the actor who played the main guy in Get a Clue, is Alfalfa in the Little Rascals movie. Oh, wow. that was a fun fact. A little fun fact for everybody. So, who knew that he did anything but Alfalfa? He did. Yeah. He was in Get a Clue. Oh, he's in American Pie, too. Good for him. See, um, he's from Texas. But yeah, just the classic, oh, Jack's so annoying. I don't even like this boy. <laughs> yeah. And then the whole movie, wait, am I thinking about Jack? Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked it. I, I did enjoy the movie. Crazy, crazy plot twist. Um, Jake, the, what were your thoughts? Well, okay. So my wife and I figured out, because she was naming off a bunch of the popular ones, popular Disney originals. I have not seen a single one until last night with watching this. So I thought it was better than what I thought it was going to be. I like that it was an hour, 24 minute banger. Then it's over. Yep. Yeah, you know, the best thing about Disney. Channel, That's right? how yeah. it goes. Yeah. Just short little You're in and out. Cause I've, I've been in a real like movie going rut lately where all the movies I watch are like three hours long. So this felt like a yeah. TV show. So I thought it wasn't that bad. I, if the writing was just a little bit better, it would have been way better for me. <laughs> like, the acting wasn't that bad. You have to remember this came out in 2002. Well, I right. know. Well, It was just the writing, though, but yeah. the writing was just bad. That, <laughs> some of it was some of the the cinematography if i'm oh a movie critic some of it literally looks like they gave like a handheld camera to like a 12 year old and we're like you shoot this scene well, <laughs> like it's just such a mess but that's what makes the disney channel movies a disney channel movie especially some of those scenes at the end when uh the homeless guy is running away from the <laughs> security guard it looked like a damn scooby-doo it was. It gave me like Scooby Doo vibes of them just like running across so, the hall so and like goofy. running into each other and like all this stuff. It was the goofiest oh, thing I've man. ever seen. Um, it, I tell you what, the beginning of this movie is kind of fucking dark because the teacher goes missing. Yeah, and you hear the other teacher. What's her name? Miss Dawson. Yep. Basically, say that. We both can't be at the school, and I'm gonna be here. And then this motherfucker goes missing. I'm like, oh fuck, you're, you're gonna break up with me. I'm gonna fucking kill you. I, yeah, I, I told me, I was like, stuff. oh, she killed him. Yeah, I literally thought stuff. she killed him. I was him. like, all right, Miss Dawson, you fucking yeah. crazy. Uh, we also need we need to acknowledge how fucked up it is that they like set up a camera to watch Miss Dawson oh, in yeah. her home, and they're just like. Recording in through her window, and I'm well, like, this is illegal. That's fucked up as well. But even more fucked up is they actually have a spy store for kids to go and <laughs> fucking get this stuff. They have a legitimate corner store. Uh, I think they call it the spy store. Yep. And it has all this different spy equipment, cameras, Bro, sunglasses. Did you have spy equipment as a kid? No, I guess I didn't. I don't know. I fucking did. Had sunglasses with like a mirror so you can see who was behind you, like that whole thing. Hell yeah. Was there a spy store around here? Not a spy store, oh. but I had a spy kit, bro. Okay. Had like a little listening. It had, uh, it was like this plastic thing that had this like long tube that came out and like headphones that attached yeah. to it. And so the long tube was supposed to be able to like. Right reach farther with get sound better, waves yeah. and get it didn't work at didn't all work at but all. you better believe my ass was running around my house creeping around corners yeah. shooting the spy gun trying to trying to catch what my parents were talking right. about i don't know i could have just asked but i i'm just saying that the spy store should have never been a thing that is a bad idea that's a bad business idea but continue on i'm gonna open up a spy store and prove you wrong all right but bears lose you open up a spy store i bet <laughs> um so, give me your rating, uh, one to ten, on a Disney Channel original movie scale, and then an overall movie scale, because I think it's two very different numbers. Sure. Uh, 
Disney Channel movie, I'll give this 8.1. Okay. Very, very solid. Like I said, held up well. Like it. Now, if I was like an actual movie critic, I'd give it like probably like four and a half out of 10. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. I said, it looks like a 12 year old made it. Yeah. Corny shit. <laughs> yeah. My, but Lindsay Lohan, great in it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Lindsay Lohan as well. And I, my rating was going to be 7.6 Disney Channel original movie, kind of the same thing. And then my overall was going to be a five one. I will never go out of my way to watch this movie ever again. It's fine. I don't regret spending ninety minutes on it, but it's just not. It's not great. You technically just rated it above average, five five point oh five point one. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess for me with my overall move, like I won't watch another movie uh, a movie again if it's under like a six five. Okay, fair. Like, I don't like I said I don't hate. The movie, I'll just never watch it's, it again. It's the song. The song makes it. The song average. is very good. Good. The Get a Clue song in the very <clears throat> beginning is good. Yeah. But. As we discussed before, never seen a Disney original, so I won't rank it on that scale. But it's just a normal movie scale, I'll rank it like a four point six. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it wasn't bad. I didn't hate it that much. But you'll just never go out of your no. way to watch it. Yep. And I, why? Fine. My thought was like, what were you guys doing? Like, why this one? Why'd you pick this one? Because <laughs> it was a movie that how did this come up? Seen in a while. Oh, okay. But you had watched it like when you were younger. Yeah, I didn't know if there was. A it was reason, one of like, my favorites when one. I was younger. It's still one of my favorites of like Disney Channel original movies. Like, I I would say there's probably only three or four that I think are better than this, but or may no, probably more than that. But we'll Johnny Tsunami. But it's in the top ten for me for sure. Yeah. So do we, do we pick another one now? Should we just do a different movie, like different kind of movie? I think we we should just like take turns picking movies uh, like that we make the other. On okay. the podcast, watch. All right, Jake, you you want me to go next? Yeah. You no, like I don't want that pressure. <laughs> I need to prepare. So who picked the save and pick this one? It was kind of a mutual. Yeah, <laughs> was that we we had gone with decoms. All on right, the... let's pick a movie that none of us, um, none of us have seen, or maybe not none of us have seen, but like a movie we haven't seen in a while. My thing is, Ben's googling Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What the hell? I like the idea of like. A movie that you've seen that you kind of like that you don't think the other people have seen. And be like, what's your reaction to this movie? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, have you guys seen The Five-Year Engagement? I have seen that movie. I've seen it, but it was a long time ago. That one has... Um, it's on Netflix now. It has Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel and Emily Blunt. Yeah. Oh, and Chris Pratt and Allison Brie. Yeah. Wow, what the hell? It's a great... It's yeah. a good movie. Well, let's, if we're going to talk about it next... Yeah, let's do the five-year... And Kevin Hart. Yeah, just jumped in. Mindy Kaling. Everybody's in this movie, bro. Yeah. Well, it's on Netflix now. But yeah, we'll watch the five-year engagement for the review next week. Beautiful. Very underrated movie. I'm happy with this. All right, good. Uh, I think that about wraps us up for episode 17. Is this 17? 18? 16? Whatever episode <laughs> this was. I appreciate everyone watching. Uh, we will be back, be back next week. Watching what? Or listening. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> what are we watch? Uh, good call. I appreciate everyone listening. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at the Second Unit Pod and TikTok at the Second Unit, I believe. Uh, and those will be down in the description, names and stuff and stuff as well. So TikTok's coming, Twitter coming. We'll get the Instagram going. It'll be good stuff. But until next week, uh, we will talk to you later. Bye bye. Talk to you later. Fuck you, man. (laughs)